Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. Thank you again for joining us. We lift up the name of the Lord. We thank you wherever you are in the world. We give thanks to the Lord for your presence. We thank the Lord for our people in the UK, Australia, United States. And uh, we pray as well for the many of our people within the continent, our missionaries. We give thanks to the Lord for you being there. And we believe that God is going to do great and mighty things through your life. We are going to start with the, with the preaching of the word. I want you to have faith. For the supernatural. This week as we start from today, this Sunday is what we call Palm Sunday. I want you to have a great excitement within your heart because it's a week of salvation. The, the, the last few moments before the world was totally changed and transformed. And I want you not to lose hope or to fear because the Lord is with you. Regardless of what is happening in the world, the word of the Lord has overcome the world, even our faith. I want you to have faith. I want you to believe that in the midst of difficulty, you will flourish, you will succeed, you will break through. The Lord has given us his word. He said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I will be with you. So I want us as we come before the Lord to understand that Jesus gave us the assurance. He has overcome the world and therefore we are secured and safe in his presence. I want us to come before the Lord. Our title for the message for this Sunday morning service is the Passover, the Passover, the, the Palm Sunday. Victory is given and victory is yours in the name of Jesus. I think victory is yours in the name of Jesus. May you receive victory over fear in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you receive power over fear in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you receive victory over sickness and disease in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you receive victory over all the circumstances that threatens your life and that threatens our economies in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says no weapon formed against you will prosper. No, any time that is lifted up will be able to stand. Some things, they appear like giants, but in truth, like David of old, who looked very minute and small before a great giant. David says, I come against you in the name of the Lord. Amen. And he says, today I will feed you to the bait. Even today I want us to look at coronavirus and the varied and merit uh, 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 demonic forces that are coming with it to make the economies of the world to bow down. I want you to have faith that I come against you in the name of the Lord. That in the midst of difficulty, trouble, we will not despair and we will stand our ground. I want you to have faith that the sickness will not kill you. That you will not die prematurely. That you will live to the length and to the fullness of your life. The Bible promises with long life, I will bless you. I want you to have faith and to believe that the Lord is with you. I want you to stand in faith together with other believers that the Lord is with you. We are standing here on the Passover. The Lord promised. He said, I will pass over you. And as we get into the word of God, I pray that you will be strengthened. Last week, we were teaching about the Holy Spirit, that the Lord is ever present with us. Even this morning, the Holy Spirit was with us. He's our anchor. He's the one that drives us. He's the one that enables us. I want you to have faith. Can we go together to the book of Exodus chapter 12, verse 13? He says, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. That's where we are going. Salvation is through the blood of Jesus. There is no other salvation that is given. In the book of Acts, the Bible tells us, the disciples said, there's no name that is given in heaven, on earth, even under the earth, for men to be saved, except the name of Jesus. All of us can come before the Lord. We can confess our sins and we can be forgiven. The, this week, as we go into the Easter weekend, I want you to have the understanding that salvation has been provided. Amen. Salvation against uh, 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 death, salvation against financial ruin, salvation against difficulty and challenge, salvation against sickness and disease. I want you to have that understanding. As we start this week, uh, our prayer and fasting, our 21 days of prayer and fasting ends on the Easter Sunday. It's one of the most powerful Sundays Amen. because we wait with expectation 
the return of our Lord. We wait with expectation for he says, I have overcome the world. Jesus spoke, he says, Satan has got nothing on me. The Bible says we are hidden in him. We are seated together with him in heavenly places. You are secured in the Lord. The book of Exodus 12, verse 13 says, The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, when I see the blood, I will pass over you and no plague will befall you to destroy you. We have been told that this uh, coronavirus is a plague that is going to affect the whole world. That people are even talking, there are a lot of people talking how this is going to affect and change our world. And for sure, our world has changed. But Jesus is superior. Amen. The Bible says every knee will bow. Amen. Every tongue will confess Amen. that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. I want you to know that in the midst of hardship, in the midst of persecution, Amen. Jesus is present with us. Amen. That in the midst of all these things, the three Hebrew boys, they said in the book of uh, Daniel chapter 3, they said to Nebuchadnezzar, O King, we need not to be careful when we answer you. They said, we believe in God. Yeah. We believe that the Lord will come true for us. Mm. But let's, let us tell you, let's give you our testimony. Mm. We will not bow to any idol mm. for fear yeah. of losing our life. They said, we are willing to go into the fire. Amen. And even if the fire is heated seven times, mm. we will not need. We want you to know that even if our God doesn't save us, mm. we are safe. We will not bow. We want you to know. And today I want to bring the challenge to you that the Lord has promised. He says, I will deliver you. He says, it gives us this. I will pass over you and no plague will befall you to destroy you. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to have an understanding that it doesn't matter the process we go through. Jesus, through the mouth of Malachi the prophet, says in chapter 3, verse 3, it says, I will purify the sons of Levi mm. as silver and gold. Mm. Now, you have to think about silver and gold. Mm. How do we purify silver and gold? Not in gold, in, in, the, in the fairy furnace. Mm. We have to take the gold into the fire. Mm. We have to take the silver into the fire. That this process might, might has come and it has come to purify this church. Mm. It's part of the things that will prove our faith. Mm. We are going to be challenged. Do you believe in the Lord? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Will you stand with the Lord or will you stand to save your own skin? Will you stand to save your own life? Can I tell you something? Church has changed. Amen. I can prophesy today as a church has changed. We are going to go back to devotion within the family. Amen. The family head, the household head, the father of the house, the single parent household, you will have to learn to do devotion with your children. Amen. You will have to teach your children the truth. Mm. You will have to sit around the table. When we finish here, this is a communion service. Mm. When we finish here, we're going to have communion. Mm. I've been teaching this for some time. When Christmas comes, when, when we are having Easter, I say to people, cook good meals. Mm. But understand that the table of the Lord, what it is, is not when the crowds are there. No. Mm. The table of the Lord is when we gather together. The Bible tells us that Jesus called the disciples and he started to break bread with them. And even in the house, every day we break bread. Every day we break bread. Every day we eat. That's the time to have communion with the Lord. To remember the goodness and the mercy that the Lord has had for us. To ask the Lord divine help and divine protection upon our life. I want you to have an understanding that the Lord intend is to save the Lord intent is to protect. So every Sunday, even today, whatever meal you are going to have is a matter of taking the children and telling them about the goodness and the mercy of the Lord. We'll get deeper into this as the week goes. But I want you to understand that the Lord says here, He says, and no plague will befall you to destroy you. He says, when I strike the land of Egypt, the land of, when I strike the land of Egypt, it says, these things will not come upon you. Mm. But you have to be under the blood. Mm. You have to be under the power and the influence of the word of God. Amen. And we have the issue of 
the declarations of the blood. Mm -hmm. I will want you to seriously take it very seriously. When you talk about the declarations of the blood, we have put nine declarations that we have, been, we have received redemption through the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. We have received forgiveness through the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So Satan will want to come and remind you your sins of the past. Mm -hmm. That the blood of Jesus is not good enough. It's like your blood. The, the sin you have committed is a stain on your soul. But I want you to understand that you have been forgiven. That you have been set free. That that stain can no longer stay on your life. It's not like the, 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 the detergent that we use. That we have to use so many things to remove a stain. The blood of Jesus is able to remove the guilt stain Amen. of the sin you have committed. So I want you today, even as we are going to break bread, to have an understanding that I have been forgiven. I've, I, I've been made right with God. Amen. I want you to have an understanding that you have been cleansed through the blood of Jesus. Amen. I want you to have the understanding that you have been justified by the blood of Jesus. Amen. I want you to have an understanding that you are sanctified. Mm. You are made holy as if you have never sinned before. Amen. It's like somebody who commits a crime mm. and the prime minister, the president, the king gives them clemency. You can go on the records of the state, you will not find it. They expunged it. The person can go anywhere. Their sin can no longer hold on. Amen. Even today, the Bible says there is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. I want you to understand that as we are in this Palm Week, mm. that Jesus is taking the step. As he enters Jerusalem, there is a great celebration. Amen. I want you to have a celebration as they celebrate the Son of David, the Lamb of God, that takes away the sin of the world. Amen. There is nothing that will cleanse. It doesn't matter what happens in the world. It doesn't matter who does what. Mm. Jesus is Lord. Amen. In the midst of hardship and difficulty, I want you to have that understanding. I've been sanctified. Mm. I've been made holy. Mm. I've been set apart for God. Mm. I want you to have an understanding that by the blood of Jesus, we have eternal life. Amen. That when we receive the blood of Jesus, we received life itself. Mm. When you acknowledge that which God has done for you, your victory is sure. Amen. The blood of Jesus has given victory over sin. Mm. It has given us victory over condemnation. Mm. I want you to understand that COVID-19, it has come as a wake-up call yeah. to all the people on the nations of the world. We can look at it. We can look at all the theories that it is man-made, it is created. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, all things are working together for the Lord. Mm. It's bringing men back to themselves to realize Amen. that we are fragile. Amen. That we don't own life. Mm. That our life can just disappear like that. Mm. In any case, all of us are going to die. Mm. Okay. The question is, when death comes, mm. what will be your life? Mm. The Bible says, what is your life? Mm. What is your life? Yes, what is your life? Mm. It says, your life is like a vapor. That appears just for a moment, mm. then after that is gone. Yes, this morning when we woke up, it rained yesterday, there was a, there was a mist outside. Mm. But I can tell you now that the sun has come up. Mm. You'll be a fool if you phone your boss and say, I'm not coming to work, there is a mist outside. Mm. Because when the sun rises, and I want to tell you the truth, that what is your life? Your life is like a mist that appears for a moment. And after some time, it is gone. I want you to have the understanding that as we are entering this Palm Week, the week of celebration, the week of thanksgiving, the week of pain, as we think about what the Lord has gone through, we should be the one taking the journey, the inner journey into the presence of the Lord. Amen. Bringing ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Amen. I want you to understand that when Jesus died on the cross, there is an intercession that was made through the blood of Jesus. Amen. That we are no longer guilty. We are guiltless. Mm -hmm. We have been washed with the blood of Jesus. God sees us as though we have never sinned before. Mm -hmm. I want you to have an understanding that through the, the, the Passover, we have received access to God. Mm -hmm. The Bible says we are seated together with him in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. May you enjoy your presence to be with the Lord. May the Lord be with you. Amen. May his power cover you. Amen. May you become victorious in all that you do. Amen. May the intent of the enemy be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Amen. The only thing I can say, doesn't matter what the world does. Mm. 
we are victorious. The Bible says we are more than conquerors through Christ. If God is for us, who can be against us? I don't want you to be afraid about the many theories, the things that we are sending to each other. Everybody has got is a prophet now. Everybody has got something to say. I want you to stand upon the word. That behold, I have overcome the world. It doesn't matter money, gold, silver. The Bible says, what will it profit the man if he gains the whole world? It doesn't matter who's funding the virus, who's doing whatever. The Bible says, there is a new heaven. It says, I saw a new heaven and a new Jerusalem coming. So who's crying for this world? Who cares? The Lord has provided for us. We will get deeper into the word. I wanted just to give you the comfort that through the blood of Jesus, our body is the temple of God. We have been teaching about the altar on the treasure floor. That you have to know as a believer that God dwells in you. Amen. That greater is he that is within you than the one that is in the world. Amen. That the, all the power of heaven is embodied in your life. The challenge you have is that do you believe it? Or are you going to allow the negative, the fear that is being preached through the media that, oh, we must stay in the house. If you go outside, you will be contaminated. We don't know what the, the, the workers of evil, men of iniquity, they are planning in this coming three, four weeks as the nations of the world get blocked and, and curtailed. We don't know. But we, possibly we don't need to know. My children don't have to worry about what they are going to eat. I don't discuss with my children, oh, this or that. My parents, I don't remember any time. My parents are taken as some of the most poorest people. But here I am today. I don't remember them sitting down with me to say, oh, there is no maize meal in the house. No, 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 no. I never even had to worry, what am I going to eat? I didn't even have to ask, do you have the money? I don't remember my children asking me, are we going to eat, do you have the money? Money, whatever. Even your children don't ask that. Their, their faith is secure. Amen. I want you to have faith. Amen. I want you to believe that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Amen. The suffering, the current suffering will bring the glory of the Lord. Amen. I want you to have that understanding. Christianity is not uh, just enjoying, but part of it is to take in the pain. I wanted us to go to the seven places where Jesus bled. One, he bled from his brow, which, which shows, we spoke about the betrayal, accusation, but at the same time, it's a, it's, it shows the blood of faithfulness. May the Lord bring faithfulness into your life. Amen. May betrayal and accusation not be found in your mouth. Amen. May you not be part of the people who accuses the church. Because when you accuse the church, you accuse Jesus. There are a lot of people who are like that. In the, in the first world, Europe, America, they will tell you, who's God? They will accuse him. If God is alive, why does the coronavirus, the coronavirus has come to make you to reconcile yourself, to start to realize that you have no power over nothing. The second part, the blood of Jesus was shed on his wounded body, the blood of redemption, that we have been redeemed. I want you to have that understanding. Jesus bled as well uh, from his head when the, the crown was put on his head. is a crown of conquest. Mm. That we have become victorious. We are priests and kings in the house of God. Amen. The other part, Jesus bled from his face. The Bible tells us they pulled his beard. Mm. And I want you to have that understanding that the blood of Jesus is a blood of identity. Our identity is in God. Amen. It's not in the material thing. This is what we are dealing with. With the marketplace. The marketplace has changed. Mm. Definitely, a lot of things have changed. Most of us are going to be told to work from home. Mm. That we know. We have known it for long. But that should not make you afraid. Know that the Lord is your God and He will be with you. God is going to make you more fruitful because He bled from His hands. He redeemed our labor. Mm. We will flourish. We will do well. May the Spirit of the Lord come upon you in the name of Jesus. Jesus bled from his feet. When he was on the cross, they pinned him with nails. They pierced his feet. The preparation of the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is, that is the blood of purpose. That purpose has been given to us. This just 
reconciles us to be purposeful, to be intentional, and to go out mm -hmm. and to preach with intention in order to subdue the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of God knows no bounds. Amen. Let me tell you, there's nothing that Satan can do. The Bible says Satan is working, he's behind, he's trying to chase time. He's aware, his end has come. The blood of Jesus was shed from his side, uh, which is the blood of restoration. May the Lord bless us. Amen. I want us to get into the message today as we talk about the Passover. Can we go together to the book of uh, Matthew 21, verse, we could start literally from verse 1, but because of time, uh, um, I wanted us to go straight into it, that uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus entered Jerusalem, and as he entered Jerusalem, there were some nice, powerful things that happened. Mm -hmm. And this is the mistake that most of the time the church does. And this today, I want to challenge you because the marketplace will always challenge you. The celebration and the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. There are a few things that happens when Jesus enters Jerusalem. The book of Matthew 21, verse 8 and 9, the Bible says, Most of the crowd uh, uh, spread their cloaks on the roads, and other cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowd that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of God. They were saying praise to the highest. Praise to the highest. Mm -hmm. In other words, they were giving an understanding and recognizing it was a prophetic declaration of who Christ is. Mm -hmm. They were giving Jesus his rightful place as a son of David and as well as a lamb that was prepared before the world was made. They were acknowledging that now salvation has come. And they were declaring it to everybody in the world they were shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the highest. Amen. I want to tell you you are blessed. There are a number of things that I want to challenge the church about. I know for the, for the unpure, everything is unpure. But we will not stop to tell the truth because the world accuses the church of many things. Number one, Jesus was given honor. Mm. They celebrated the life of Jesus. They celebrated the life of Jesus. The, the donkey and the colt. The Bible says the disciples started to put clothing on top of them. Jesus sat on it. And when it started to come in, the, the, the masses, nobody organized them. The masses came. And they started to celebrate and declare the prophetic word upon the life of Jesus, that the Messiah has come. They were declaring it, and they gave honor to the Lord. Most of the time, most of us never give honor to the Lord. I can give example after example. One who will not come, have time for devotion, will not come to church. If, if church was open today, if you were allowed to go to work, possibly you will not come. I know few people I, and I know two couples that are no longer married. They used to bank Sundays. One of the Sundays they will bank. And both of them, they seem like they were good friends. They will say they are spending time with their wives to try and catch up. So they will bank Sunday, the day of the Lord, they will bank it. They will not give the Lord honor. And many times I think about them and I, I, and I say, it never worked. It never. It didn't matter what they did together because it is the Lord who keeps us in marriage. It's not the wisdom of men. I've been married for some time, but it's not the years that will keep you. The fact that I've been married for thirty years doesn't mean I'm, I'll be kept. I know people who are forty years, forty-five years married who are divorced at forty-five. It's not the length of time. It's the grace of the Lord, and that's why I'm saying honor that we give to the Lord. It's in many ways. You are giving God honor by staying, using your, your data, using your resources to gain access to the word of life. To gain access to listen to your shepherd. To gain access to give honor to your children so that they can learn and hear. To honor the Lord. We honor the Lord with our substance. We spoke about sacrifices. We spoke about the altar. That there is no way you will have a devotion that doesn't change your life. 
There's no way you will have a devotion that will not impact your giving. There's no way that you will have a powerful devotion and you will not share the gospel of Jesus Christ to somebody else. It's not possible. Then the Jesus you have received is not the same as Jesus. It's something else. But the conviction that we have received through the forgiveness of our sins makes us to be, this to be urgent for us to share. That's why I say, how will you feel if you go to heaven, if you are a parent and your children are not there? How will you feel as a son, as a daughter, your mother, your father is not there, yet you stay with them in the house every day? If you have a fly in your house, listen, a fly is such a small insect. It will bother you. You will not sit. Even a fly is better. Listen, a mosquito. I said, if you get a mosquito, you will wake up. The smallest thing, you will wake up and look for it. And that is the challenge I want to bring to you. When we give honor to the Lord, we celebrate him. That's the triumphant entry. They are celebrating Jesus. They are celebrating, they are telling about his goodness. Exaltation is Jesus' exaltation. He enters. He's exalted. He's elevated to the status that was his from the beginning. He's elevated. Jesus is being recognized. I don't know if you honor the Lord. I don't know if you exalt the Lord. I don't know if you have elevated the Lord. I don't know if you recognize Jesus as Lord and Savior, the Lamb of God that God has sent. I want you to understand that when they when Jesus entered Jerusalem, these are the things that the people were saying. They were telling everybody, those of religious spirits, they were intimidated. They felt aggrieved that they even went to Jesus. Do you hear what the people are saying? And Jesus said to them, you play games. Even the stones. If the people don't do it, the stones will do it. May the Lord have mercy on us. Amen. I want you to, to have an understanding that the Passover is about number two. Number one, we celebrate the triumphant entry of Jesus, which leads us to honor, to exalt, to elevate, to recognize Jesus as the Savior and the Lamb of God. Amen. Dr. Mas, the late Dr. Masman Rose said something to us many years ago. He says, the true honor of your life, we see it in your bank account. Mm. He says, don't, don't deceive us with your suit. Don't deceive us with the car you pack outside. Don't deceive us with few words that you speak. He says, if, if you don't win souls, if you don't give your money, he was saying, is there anyone with a checkbook? You know, our old checkbooks had to have some small leaf on the side. When you write the check this side, you write the amount. Come again. Yeah, it's more like counterfeit on the side. But what used to happen is very powerful. He asked people, and there were a few people with checkbooks, but they didn't know what he wanted. So they gave them their checkbook, and he went to those counterfoils, I started to look, and it says grocery. He called the names of shops: grocery, clothing, this, that, this, that. And there was no singing leaf in some of the people's uh, uh, accounts when they honored the Lord with their substance. Mm. And he says, "We know where your heart is." Mm. He says, "That's all that we need to to look at. Your honor, your glory, and everything else is seen in what you do for the Lord." And I want to challenge you that winning soul is the greatest honor we can give to the Lord. Amen. Jesus said, he says, all power and authority is given unto me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. This week of the Easter, this Palm Sunday, is the day of salvation. It's the declaration to the whole world that salvation belongs to our God. Amen. That Jesus has come. I mean, I was just thinking about it as a how perfect can this be in the Passover? Mm. The Jews are celebrating the Passover. Mm. We, are, we are celebrating the Passover. Mm. All of us are remembering the salvation that the Lord has brought. And the Jews, when they eat, they have an extra chair. Mm. They are telling their children, this is for the Messiah. They are still looking for the Messiah to come. Amen. I want you to have an understanding that to honor the Lord, we honor him. Everything must show in our life that we live a sacrificial life. God. Number two, the Passover 
is a communion. We are going to have communion today. But I want you to understand the way that I've said. I've been teaching on the priestly family. I believe deep down in my heart that the church has to strengthen the family. Amen. The family has to be empowered. This family has to be enabled. Family devotion is a key to defeating coronavirus. Amen. Not only coronavirus, but the married demonic presence that is going to come, or that has already started to come into the world. Mm. That the things that will come after this, they will determine how we are going to do ourselves. So when Satan comes in like a flood, the Lord is raising up a standard. Mm. Amen. The father has to take this church. We have to start to recite scriptures in the house. Amen. Even though we will be going to church, but we are changing what we call a cell. A cell, it's, it's, we are talking about the priestly family. Amen. We are talking about the devotion between father and children. Amen. We are talking about Malachi chapter 4 verse 6. Mm. That the curse will not come into our house. Mm. That those who don't gather, those who don't call their children together, those who don't teach their children, the curse will come. Mm. Your children will come with things that will shock you. Yes. But I pray for you today mm. that God will give you strength. Amen. That like a hand that gathers his cheeks, mm. may we become that part of Jesus Amen. that gathers our own children Amen. and take personal responsibility to Amen. teach them. We're talking about communion. We said the Passover is about communion, which is family. Mm. I want to believe that this is the season God is raising the family. Amen. Putting the family on the center. We're going to see families transformed and renewed. Amen. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of decay, we're going to have some of the most powerful, powerful evangelists, mm. powerful miracles, signs and wonders coming from children that we have raised ourselves. Mm. I want to challenge you today that the second part about communion is about breaking bread. Breaking bread every time in our homes when we eat, we must remember what the Lord has done for us. Amen. And this is important. We have said every time you eat, pray for our leaders. Pray for me mm. that God will protect my life, mm. that I will live with integrity until the end. Amen. Pray for yourselves. Mm. Let your children pray for their fathers. Mm. Let their fathers pray for their children. Jesus said to, to, to his mother, when the women were crying, the Bible tells us, it says, do not cry for me, mm. but cry for yourself. Mm. Cry for your children. Mm. I want us to come. When we break bread, that's the time when we are reconciled. We have to understand that when we eat communion, we is a sacrifice. Mm. You cannot be a Christian who doesn't sacrifice. Mm. You have to sacrifice. The book of Exodus 12, verse 3 to 4, it says, uh, it tells us about all the powerful things that God was doing. It says, Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's houses and a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for a lamb, then he, uh, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of the persons, according to what each can eat. You should make your, your count for the lamb. So communion is about be naked. Amen. When you think about the book of Genesis chapter 2, mm. the Bible tells us, verse 20, 24, 25, it tells us that the man was naked and he was not ashamed. Mm. When we talk about communion, that's when we come as a family, sit down, and we are able to confess the deep, painful things Amen. that will bring healing and restoration. The, the confusion, the pretense has come because we have hidden our most sacred sins. And therefore, this is what the Bible says, confess your sins one to another, and the prayer of a righteous man avails much. Mm. Communion is here to heal us. Amen. The coronavirus is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Through the blood of Jesus. Amen. I want you to have the understanding that the family is restored through the breaking of bread. Mm. The fights between brother and brother, sister mm. and sister, mm. mother-in-law and daughter-in-law, father-in-law and son-in-law, it has been broken. I break it today in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is the season for God to build his house. Amen. He says, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Whatever prophets are saying, whatever prophets of doom are saying, whatever analysts are saying, mm. 
I want you to know, Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Amen. The gates of hell are just opposite the door of the church. Mm. Yes. The gates of hell are opposite the door of the church. It's pressing in to convince us otherwise. But I want to tell you, you have to sacrifice. Without sacrifice, you have to be naked and not ashamed. I have to confess to my leaders and have the confidence that I'm protected. I'm saved. I'm protected. I'm not ashamed. My sin should not make me to be afraid to worship God. Amen. Breaking bread is an intimate affair. You see, when you get married, it's an intimate affair. It's an affair between husband and wife. That's why the Bible calls us the bride. When you read the book of Revelation, it gives us that understanding that we are the bride of Christ. It says, it, it gives us that understanding in chapter 21. It says, the bride was prepared. The bride was prepared. And the bride prepared herself. And even with us, as Jesus is coming, I'm telling you, Jesus is coming very soon. And that soon is not the soon you know. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Jesus is coming very soon. Jesus is here. You must be intimate. We have to learn as believers to stop criticizing each other. Amen. You have to pass the issue of being head permanently. Mm. Grow up. Amen. You can't be head permanently. Mm. You have moved from one church to the other. All churches, you have got a label for them. Mm. You are the problem. The churches are not the problem. Mm. If you are going to defeat Satan, you have to pass the head. You have to pass the gossip. Listen, in South Africa, we've got gold mines. Mm. People have been dying for years. Over 100 years, we've been mining. Like most, most countries have not been mining like our country. Mm. Our mines are three kilometers down. Three kilometers. Yes, People have been dying. Mm. But we don't stop. We're going to talk about you. Don't stop coming to church. Amen. People will gossip about you. Don't make them to lose your place. You will be held. Jesus was held for our sake. You have to pass these things that are designed to be hindrances for you to know God. You can't always move from church to church. You are not growing. So I want to challenge you. This is what I'm saying. Communion is staying in your father's house. Some of us have been abusing our own father's house, but we have not even changed our sin. Mm. The level of abuse that has happened into you, mm. if the world was to know, your family will be destroyed. But you have kept it because you are family. Amen. I want us to come before the Lord that they hurt the pain. Forgive the people. Forgive the people. We are told the story that uh, Nelson Mandela said, which is a common voice that we have been teaching. That to keep a grudge against somebody is like drinking a poison and wishing the person who hurt you to die. It's the highest level of insanity. So when you forgive, you let yourself free. Jesus died. When we are in this week of the Palm Week, I want you to understand that the, when we talk about the Passover, we are talking about the freedom that has come through the blood of Jesus. That they had the pain that Satan wants us to keep grudges so that we cannot live in communion, that we cannot even fellowship together, that we speak of each other with bad ill. Some people are thieves. I know pastors who are thieves. They'll break churches, start new churches, steal members, do all these evil things, and people will still celebrate them. I know husbands who steal other people's wives. And they come to church and they are happy. We have to pass that level. We have to be a sacrifice ourselves. Amen. May you hear what the Spirit of God is saying. I don't know why I went there, but I think the Holy Spirit wants me to go there. Amen. The greatest sacrifice for us is for, for us to sacrifice ourselves for others so that they can receive Jesus through our life. During this trying time, the greatest challenge it's not the difficulties we are going through. But it, do we share the gospel of Jesus? I said to the church, let us send, let us, uh, uh, send links to many people. Let's have as many people as we have never had before. Amen. 
to live and to listen so that their life will be saved. Your life has to be saved. You have to grow beyond the head. You have to grow beyond not liking an individual. You have to grow beyond all the difficulties that you think the church has brought to you. You have to learn to forgive yourself in order to experience the power of God. Hallelujah. John, John 15, 13 says, Greater love has no one than this, than the one to lay down his life for a friend. We have to lay, the church, we have entered into a day where we have to die to ourselves. We have entered the day where we have to love our brothers, where we have to sacrifice regardless of the pain and the hurt. Jesus put it this way. He says, Father, if it's possible, remove this cup from me. But he says, Lord, not my will. And I want you to pray that prayer for yourself. That if I had my way, I will cut my relationships. Amen. But let it not be my will, but your will. Because Amen. through your love, others' lives will be changed. Amen. Number three, the Passover is about salvation. The Passover is about salvation. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world, not only you, but the whole world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have an everlasting life. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about the Passover, we talk about salvation. Amen. Salvation not us as in receiving Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but salvation as well as protection. This coronavirus cannot harm us. Amen. We have eternal life. Amen. We have the life of God in us. Amen. The Holy Spirit quickens our mortal bodies. Mm -hmm. I pray this morning, may the Holy Spirit quicken your mortal body Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every sickness and disease upon your life is broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. May grace and favor be bestowed upon you in the name of Jesus. Amen. May the years that have been stolen, the years that the locust and the concoherum has eaten, may the Lord restore unto you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want you to have an understanding that when we talk about salvation, we talk about protection against death and plague. The book of Exodus chapter 12, verse 7 and 8, it says, Then they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two, uh, two doorposts and the, the lentils of the houses in which they eat. They shall eat the flesh that night, roasted on the fire with uh, unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Hallelujah. They shall do what? They shall eat it. They will put blood on the lentils and on the door. And the Lord, salvation shall come. I want you to believe in the power of forgiveness. Amen. I want you to believe in the power of forgiveness. Salvation will come to us when we forgive others. The Lord's Prayer in the book of Matthew chapter 6. It gives us the understanding. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. It's very funny that there are so many people in church who don't relate. Who speak ill of others. Who are not afraid to speak about pastors. Who are not afraid to speak about their shepherd. Who are not afraid to verify the word of God. I want to challenge you that salvation has come. As we enter this week, I think it's a, it's a week of cleansing. It's our last seven days. We're really going to go into it. We're going to dig deeper. Lord, cleanse us from all hypocrisy. Amen. Take out whatever that is not right. Amen. Help us, Lord, that in the little things that we have, if we lose everything, may we not lose you. Amen. If we lose everything, Paul says, I know what it is to, to live in abundance, to live in plenty, and I know what it is to live in lack. We had a meeting with the leaders in our churches and we were talking about most of our congregation and some of our members don't have smartphones. They can't watch us like we are doing now. They are listening through audio. When you look at it, the privilege we have, they are happy with what they have. I want to challenge you today that may the Lord's grace be upon us. May salvation come into our house May the conviction of sharing the gospel of Jesus come upon us. Amen. Number four, the Passover is the prophetic meal. Mm. I want you every time we will eat communion to think about it as a prophetic meal. Amen. Today we are going to do the prophetic action. We have been doing it for quite a number of years. 
the release because the prophetic mail when it happened in Israel there was a total deliverance from bondage and slavery is a release from bondage and slavery I want you to have that understanding. The book of Exodus 12, 12 gives us that understanding. He says, I will pass through the land of Egypt that night and I will strike the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both men and beasts. And the gods of, the, of, of Egypt are to execute judgment. I am the Lord. So you have to understand that when you say it's a prophetic, it's a prophetic meal, when you eat communion, it's a meal that brings change and miracles. Amen. Miracles. The slavery was broken. The debts were paid in full. Amen. Everything was reconciled back to Israel. Amen. God asked the Hebrews, he says, go and demand what is your own. Mm. The wages that were never paid for years, Amen. 400 years. Mm. The wages that were never paid, go and get your wages. Mm. Ask for silver and ask for gold. Mm. I want you to have faith to believe God for the supernatural. That in the midst of difficulty and hardship, mm. we have been delivered from bondage and slavery. Amen. We have been delivered from those, those that are thinking, oh, this thing has come, will be slave. The church will be more vibrant, more powerful, because there is a 99.9% .9 that the church, as we know it, will disappear. There will not be a building where people meet. Mm. Therefore, Satan will have a very difficulty to find people. Mm. But we'll be there in China. Amen. Has, the church is flourishing in China. Amen. Yet there are not too many buildings. Mm. We call it back to Jerusalem. I met one of the leaders uh, many years ago, Ben Wang. Back to Jerusalem. Amen. He told us, says, oh, in, in, in China, people's heads get chopped. Christians' heads get chopped. They get sent in a basket. You send your children to school, their heads come back in a basket. Yes, and the people don't stop. It says churches get burned. People get killed. They say they killed their pastor one day. Mm. And the church, when they came, they found their pastor dead, having been stabbed so many times. And the whole church, like they did with Paul, they stood around, the body was on the center. And they prayed, and the men quickened. His body came back to life. Mm. Next time they went to another church, they opened the entrails of the man and chopped him, chopped the entrails and scattered them throughout the wall and wrote with his blood on the wall and said, Wake him up. Mm. And the, the pastor tells us this when I went to that church to bury the pastor, mm. his assistant was a young woman. And he asked the young woman, How are you? Since you saw this in life, the young woman says, we know that here, when we receive Jesus, we are signing our own death. We are willing to die to share the gospel of Jesus. I want you to understand that we have entered an era of intolerance against the cross of Jesus. We have entered an era where the church will be verified by every other person. We have entered an era that signs and wonders, powerful miracles will happen. To convince people to be born again. The hostility. That's why I say we are raising a new altar. Is a family altar. Amen. We are raising a new devotion. Is a family devotion. We are raising a new standard. That your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Where two or three are gathered. I am there in their midst. God is with you. His anointing is in your house now. Amen. As we speak. We, we were teaching last week, we said, the Holy Spirit is standby. He's there. He will lead you into all truth. He knows all things. He was there when the creation was made. When you read the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible tells us about the creation of the universe. It says, in the beginning was God. And it says, the earth was void. And it says, the Spirit of the Lord was there, hovering over the waters. The Holy Ghost has been there. He's there in your life. You will not like anything if you depend on him. Amen. May the Holy Spirit lead you further in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you go deeper in the knowledge and in the works of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the name of Jesus. May you speak words that will bring life and change in your life and those that you speak with. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we have communion, it's a prophetic meal that brings deliverance to us. Today as we eat, 
We're going to speak deliverance. One, healing against this coronavirus. Amen. Number two, personally, I have a revelation that this spirit is a spirit that has got poverty in it, that has got suffering in it, that has got hardship in it. And it is my prayer that we will overcome, Amen. that we will be strong. Because nations of the world are going to be bullied. They are going to be bullied. Hear me very well. Nations of the world are going to be bullied by the powers that be. And I want us as a church to be ready to know that there is greater power, there is greater grace. Amen. You will walk in power. Amen. You, will walk, you will walk in the supernatural. Mm. You will win souls. Mm. Yeah, we will meet. There will still be a place to meet in mass. But the greatest strength of the church is to meet in our homes. Amen. Is to meet with our children. In Jesus' name. Is to be student disciples. Mm. Not people who are self-controlled. Mm. But people who are subjects. Mm. The centurion man, when Jesus was coming to his house, the centurion says, oh my master, please don't come. I'm a man under authority. Mm. Say a word. Speak. Speak. It doesn't matter where you are. I don't have to hear you. Speak. The word will come to pass. He says, I'm a man. When I speak, my word comes to pass. Amen. And Jesus says, I've never found faith like this. It's only in the church that when the word is spoken, there is a spirit of resistance. People will not believe the scriptures. Amen. People will not trust their shepherd. Mm. They learn by experience, mm. by pain. Some die in their pain. I want to challenge you today. Number five, the Passover is about judgment. Mm. Judgment has come. To judge the strength of men. The threshing floor has been judged. Yeah. The business has come to a standstill. Yes. Power has been taken away from men. Yes. Our currencies are falling mm. so fast. Yes. It's unbelievable. Mm. The value of the things you had have been halved. I don't know in other nations how much dollar has fallen, how much yen has fallen, how much rent has fallen. With us, we are almost 100%. Our, our currency is doubling in less than a month. Mm. I think we're about 1920 to a dollar. Mm. That is serious. It simply means all the wealth that you had has come to nothing. You can wake up in the morning and not have anything. Mm. And so I want to challenge you that is a time God is judging the strength of man and the pride of man. Yes, the Lord says, I will judge Egypt. I'll humble Egypt. Mm. This is the season for people to be humble. But you are part of the church of Jesus Christ. For you is a time of triumph. Mm. For you is a time of victory. Amen. Jesus said, the, the book of Romans chapter 8, says, we are more than conquerors through Christ. You are more than a conqueror. That in the midst of this, you have much more that God has given to you. Power has been given to you. The blood has been given to you. Victory has been given to you. You are secured in this life. And lastly, the Passover is about protection against the plague. As we talk about coronavirus, this virus has no direct impact on any Christian. Amen. Paul says, uh, for me to die is gain. So we don't measure the faithfulness of God because we are alive. Mm. Jesus died at 33. But Jesus fulfilled his commission. He fulfilled his mission. Mm. And I want you to have the understanding that death is not the sign that if somebody dies young is a sign that the person has failed. God forbid. But I'm saying Jesus died at 33. Mm. But he has fulfilled his mission. Mm. And I want you to have an understanding that death or no death, it makes no difference Amen. to a Christian. The grace of the Lord has been given. The power of God is upon your life. Grace is upon you. And it's multiplied. We're going to pray. I want you and every person who's listening, I want you to make up your mind. The Bible tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in, in him shall not perish but have an everlasting life. Today you can receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Today your life can change. The Bible says, call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved.
If you are listening through this broadcast and you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to lead in prayer. And I'll ask every person who's watching to join us in prayer. Can you say, Lord Jesus? Lord Jesus. I receive you today, today as my Lord and as my Savior. As my Lord and my Savior. I recognize I, recognize I am a sinner. Am a sinner. I, need a I need a Savior. Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive all, me my sins, all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. With my own mouth, my own mouth I, speak I speak that Jesus Christ is Lord. And with my own heart, I believe that you raised him from the dead. I thank you, Father, that your word teaches us. If I speak and I believe, I'll be saved. I thank you, Father, for this salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. It looks simple, but it's powerful. My life, I've been a believer for 38 years. I've been a believer for 38 years. As a young boy, I made that prayer. I didn't even hear the preacher. The young woman was picking her books. I picked my books. I said, where's everybody? I was in the study at school. She says, no, they're at the SEM. I said, what is SEM? I grew up as a Lutheran. Strong. I, I'm, I'm confirmed as a Lutheran. And says, no, there is a meeting. The students are meeting. I went there. When I arrived, it was just about 4 p.m. in the afternoon, just before everybody goes home. And I heard, who wants to receive Jesus? Who wants to be born again? I didn't even hear the message. I just went forward, lifted my hands, received Jesus. Here I am today. I'm so grateful that my life has been directed and channeled by God. I want to pray with you. I want you to put your hand wherever it's painful. I want you to believe God for the supernatural. Amen. I want you to believe God for healing and restoration. Amen. I want us to come against this COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are coming against it in the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Put your hand there. Maybe you have, apart from body ailments, you have financial challenges. Things are not working. You have a child who's not, who's not uh, following the ways of the Lord. You have family that is going through difficulty. Family that is not working together. I want you to put your hand on your belly as we pray. You have things that you desire the Lord will do. You want to rededicate your life. Put your hand on the belly. I'm going to pray. Believe the Lord that through this medium, you will receive your healing. I'm praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every person who's listening and those who will listen to this message. I pray for healing and restoration, Father, upon their life. As they touch the part of their body that is painful, Lord, I come against the virus and any other virus like HIV and AIDS. Lord, I break its hold, the, the, the flu virus, I break its hold even upon our life. Father, this COVID-19 will break its hold and its power upon us, upon our life. Lord, we pray for divine help. Whatever sickness that is, high blood, sugar diabetes, Lord, any other organ failure, Lord, kidneys, liver, lungs will break their hold and their power. Father, we come against this sickness in the name of Jesus. We pronounce healing. We pronounce restoration. We pronounce the power of God. Lord, we receive the full package of healing. Your word says by his stripes we were healed. Your word says you said your word and you healed us. We receive healing now in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, for family reconciliation. We pray, Father, for sibling reconciliation. Father, we pray for financial breakthrough. We pray, Father, for clemency against, Lord, the judgments that are put against your people. We pray, Father, against accusations. We pray, Lord, against court cases. Lord, we break the strength of the enemy upon your people. We pray, Father, for those, Lord, who need papers, their papers, Lord, to be put right. We pray in the name of Jesus for divine help and assistance. You said, is there anything hard for the Lord? Lord, I declare your favor. May your people receive today in the name of Jesus. May you receive your healing now in Jesus' name. Amen. May you receive God's breakthrough upon your life now in Jesus' name. Amen. May God's divine help and assistance come your way in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God send you help in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God send angelic help and assistance in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God shame the enemy 
and Satan who's coming against your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. May all things work together for your good in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you. We receive healing, restoration, and God's provision upon our life. We thank you, Lord, for healing over this coronavirus. And Father, we thank you for your presence upon our life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Before we, we, we are going to have communion, I want us, I want you to go, if you haven't prepared your bread, I want you to go and get your bread. I have my bread here. We're going to have communion now. But I want to do the seven places where Jesus uh, shed his blood. I want us to deal with a number of things so that victory will come our way. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one, we are praying to the Lord. The Lord, uh, when he was praying in the garden, the Bible says his sweat became like blood. May the Lord betray us. It was the, 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 the betrayal that Judas came. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will go through every betrayal in the name of Jesus. Amen. That you will overcome every accusation in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I pray that faithfulness will come upon your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number two, we are praying where the blood of Jesus, Jesus, the wounds that were on his body, that when they whipped him, the Bible tells us uh, he bled from his back and uh, is the blood of, re uh, of redemption. Today we apply the drop of Jesus upon our life. May you receive the redemption of the Lord upon your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. May your finances be redeemed in the name of Jesus. Amen. May your family members be redeemed in the name of Jesus. Amen. May your neighborhood be redeemed in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare God's blessing upon your life. Number three, Jesus bled from his head. The blood of conquest. When they put the crown on his head, they make a mockery of him. But I want you to understand that Jesus has given us victory. This virus, we are told, is a crown virus. Mm -hmm. So we are coming against it. We are saying, Lord, we have conquest over it. Jesus put on the thorn, the, the, the crown of thorns, for our sake. Mm -hmm. May you receive the victory through the crown of thorns in the name of Jesus. Amen. May, may you receive permanent healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. May your dignity be restored in the name of Jesus. Amen. May your authority be restored in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number four, Jesus bled from his face. When they pulled his beard, uh, is, a, is a blood of identity. Mm. May the Lord restore your dignity and your identity in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that God will make all the things that you have lost because of how you appear. Some of us have been discriminated because of our color. Mm. You'll be shocked how discrimination goes far. Mm. As a young boy, I look different from others. And uh, in my neighborhood, everybody's taken as black. But I was not black enough. <laughs> so people will discriminate against you. And it's part of the difficulty because we might look at it and say, oh, black and white, green and yellow. Discrimination is there. May the Lord restore your identity. May you, be may you be received in the beloved, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want us to pray as well. Jesus bled from his hands. When he was hanging on the cross, Jesus bled. When he bled, he restored fruitfulness. He restored purpose and productivity upon our life. May the Lord restore productivity upon your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are going to pray as well the blood that was shed on his feet. The ability to preach the, the, the gospel, to be a true ambassador of Christ. Amen. I want us to pray as we come before the Lord, the blood of purpose. May your life, you may the purpose of your life be restored. May you receive purpose now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And lastly, we are praying uh, the blood that was shed through the shaft of the spear that went through the heart of Jesus, which is the true restoration that comes upon our life. May the Lord restore everything that the, the locusts have eaten, the worms have eaten, all the years that have been lost. May the Lord restore everything upon your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have your bread, can you lift up your bread? Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray even today. As we eat the flesh of Jesus, may all things be restored to us. We pray, Father, for ourselves, our bodies. We come against sickness. We come against the coronavirus. We come against any other sickness in our body. We break the strength of HIV and AIDS. The strength, Father, of tuberculosis, TB, and the resistant one. We break, Father, any other sickness in the body. Lord, we thank you for victory 
in Jesus' name. Satan, the blood of Jesus, is against you. Amen. Can we eat the bread together? Amen. Amen. The Bible says the same night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. He says, take it, this is my body, which was shed for you. Amen. I want us to come as we come before the Lord, that the Lord's grace will be with us, that his power will be with us, that his blood will speak for us. Amen. There is now no accusation against you. The Bible says, I saw Satan fall like a lightning. May Satan fall like lightning upon your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God restore your children. May God restore your family. May God restore your finances. May God restore all things to work together for your good in Jesus' name. May the blood of Jesus speak for you. Can we drink together? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you as we speak healing, as we speak restoration, as we speak the power of God. We are grateful, Father, for the good and the mercies of God that I knew every morning. We thank you, Father, for this new day, that the night will not overtake us. We thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to pray for all of our tithes and offerings, and I want to encourage you, all of our churches across the world, UK, you have your own bank accounts and so forth. I will encourage you to deposit your money. You have a, I have on my hand here that appears on your screen is what we call snap scan it's our banking system uh, you can use as well cell phones and so forth and you'll be able to give the offering so that is how we do it our titan offering as we always transfer them to the bank do the same if not you can still use the same system in order to receive so i will want you to lift up your hands now as you trade your tithes and your offering and we are praying together can we pray father in the name of jesus we pray lord even this day for the blessing. You said in your word, bring all the tithe into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And he said, prove me in this, if I will not open the windows of heaven and bless you in such a way that you will have no room to contain. I pray, Father, for the faithfulness, the love, and the commitment, the honor, and the adoration that your people have for the work of the ministry. I pray, Father, for your blessing. I pray, Father, for prosperity upon their life. Your word teaches us in the book of Hebrews chapter 7, that here on earth, mortal men, men who die receive tithes, but the way says it is the Lord who receives it. I pray, Father, for the turnaround anointing and blessing upon your people. That, Lord, as it happened with our offering in the book of Acts chapter 10, that Cornelius, Lord, Father, gave, and Lord, an angel appeared and says, your offering has become a memorial before God. Father, we pray even today that, Lord, may our offering become a memorial before you. I pray your blessing, your prosperity, and your provision upon us. We receive the favor of God and the grace of God in Jesus' name. Amen.